0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. Today, I want to read from the book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 30, and then verse 19. And it says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. You know, God gives us choices. When God made man, he put free will on the inside of us. And so, for all of us, we have the ability to decide. And every day you wake up, you make decisions. Every day you wake up, you, you choose to go to work. You choose to go to school. There's so many thousands and thousands of daily decisions that you make. But there's a the most important decision that you make is the one that God gives you when it comes to eternal life or eternal separation from God. This scripture makes it clear there is a decision to be made. Many people go through life with this idea that as long as they're a good person, As long as they do the right thing, that ultimately all good people go to heaven. And then there's a small group of people who are just the wicked people, the terrible people that go to hell. But that's not the case. God has a plan of salvation for us. And it's a great plan. It's a wonderful plan. Something he's been planning before the earth began for you and for me. But there's a decision that comes. There's a responsibility on our side. So the first thing you need to know is that there is eternal life, but it's up to you to decide. The devil wants to distract you, keep you thinking about earthly things, keep you distracted, keep you focused on today. He doesn't want you to think about what happens once you die, but, but there's a plan of salvation that God has for you, and it starts with the decision to accept, to receive Jesus, to turn your life over to Jesus. The next scripture I want to read here is in 1 uh, Timothy chapter 2. And I'm gonna read from verse four. You know, if it was up to God, we we hear these sayings that people say. You hear it especially around the church world. Well, God is in control. But when it comes to your decisions, I wanna tell you something. God is not in control. When it comes to your life decisions, God is not in control. You're in control. You choose what you do today. In the same way you woke up and you decided what you were gonna do, no one forced you out of bed. No one forced you to go to work. No one forced you to go to school. You woke up and you decided, even watching this, even listening to this, you made a decision to be here. But God, if it was up to God, everybody on planet earth would be born again. Every single person. First Timothy chapter two, verse four says, uh, I'm going to read, yeah, verse four says, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ, The reason that Jesus came, the whole reason he came to earth, the whole reason he stepped off his throne in heaven to come to earth was so that he could save you and me. He's the mediator between God and man. You know, at the beginning of creation, Adam sinned, Adam fell, and that separated us from God. You were born onto a planet where you were headed for destruction. Default is not heaven. You, it isn't default. It isn't 98% of people go to heaven and then this small group of people who are just the terrible, the Hitlers of the world go to hell. That's not how it works. Every person is born separated from God. So Jesus came to cure the problem. The problem of, of, of humanity is sin. Jesus came to fix sin and, and, he, and he made a way. If it was up to God, every single person born onto the earth would go to heaven. But it's not up to God. Why? It's because God is not in control. You are in control. No one makes decisions for you. So for all of us, there's a responsibility to choose. Like God said, I'm setting before you death and life. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. The next verse I want to read to you is 2 Peter 3 and verse 9. And it says here, the Lord is not slack or slow concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Oh, you know, if God wills it, it's going to happen. That's not how this works. God wants everyone to be saved. It says here, he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But it's not up to God because God can't force you to love him. God can't force you to choose Jesus. The way has been paid. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no one will come to the Father but by me. But many people hear the truth and they reject the truth. They decide, man, I don't want to do that. I don't want to serve God. They, they, they treat it like, hey, I'm just going to have it my way. That's the theme song in hell. I did it my way. But it isn't that way in the kingdom of God. Joining the kingdom of God is a decision to humble yourself to say, God, I'm laying down my life. I give you all of me. Please give me your son. Please give me eternal life. And so God made a way for us through the mediator. What is a mediator? A mediator, mediator, mediator is someone who stands in between. So you have like an umpire, someone who stands in between. So here you have God who's speaking righteous, man who's speaking sinner, and, and Jesus who translates us from sinner to God. He stands between, he mediates between the two. And so for all of us, there's a decision. And this is a decision that your parents can't make for you. I'm sure your parents want good for you. You know, my mom raised me in church and she brought me and every Sunday we were there, but there came a point for me where I had to decide, Hey, if this thing is real, it needs to, it needs to be real for me. And it was right when I became a teenager, but then I had a, uh, I had an encounter with God and I chose God came and made himself real to me. I said, God, I need this to be real for me. And it was a genuine cry from my heart. And, I, and, and I'd been born again since young, but that's when God came alive to me was when I became a teenager and I made a decision. I, I'm not treading the line of the world and Christianity. I'm choosing to serve God. The Bible says in the book of Joshua and it's chapter four and verse 14. He says, if it, if it seem evil to you, let me read it here to you. Joshua 24 and verse 14. It says here, Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose lands you dwell. But as for me and my house, We will serve the Lord. God's looking for people to make a decision. This is God offering the same position to you. I'm putting before you death, and I'm putting before you life. And I'm asking you, choose life that both you and your seed may live. But every person on earth has a decision to make. There is no neutral. You know, there's not three categories of people. There is no neutral. You can't, oh, you know, I'm just not going to make up my mind. You have to decide. It's either yes to Jesus, I'm all in, or it's no, I'm doing my own thing. Because default is, is a lost eternity. No one makes it to heaven by mistake, but people make it to hell by mistake. Oh, I just didn't pay attention. You know, I just did my thing and I wasn't really paying attention. Well, God, I mean, imagine that day, the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die. And after that's the judgment, but Christ came to bear the sins of many. There's people that are gonna stand before God and they're going to say, God, you know, these friends, that they led me astray. I was raised in the church. But God, look, I was, and, and those friends won't be around. You're not going to be able to say, my wife did this. My family did this. My family was an atheist. It's the, what decision did you make with what you heard? Today, the truth is coming to you. So today, I want you to make a decision, a clear cut decision. For many of you in the past, you may have made a decision. You may have said, Jesus, come and be the Lord of my life. But there's a, there's a scripture in Revelation chapter three, where Jesus uh, is writing, it's a letter to the churches, but he says in Revelation chapter three, and he says, verse 16, so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. You know, there's two temperatures that God approves of, and it's either be cold, which is going to leave you lost, or it's be on fire. Why is that? That's because God wants people to make up their minds. So many people never fully commit, never fully decide like like they did in the book of Joshua. As for me, hey, whatever seems right in your eyes, but whatever you do, make a decision today. And God's calling on you today to make a decision. The Bible says, how can we neglect so great a salvation? Many people neglect salvation by simply not making up their mind. They tread the line between being a Christian and living in the world, in between sin and, and, and trying to serve God. God hasn't called you to live that way. He's looking for people who've made up their mind. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Romans chapter 12, and I'll read verse 1. And it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. The one translation says, make a decisive dedication of your members, you know, on this earth the biggest decision that you'll ever make is a decision to serve Jesus Christ, the most important decision you ever make. Many people look and say, oh, it's about the college that you go to, it's about the career path that you choose, it's about the husband or the wife that you choose, and all of those are important. But in light of eternity, the number one question you'll have to answer is, why why didn't I? If you're lost, why didn't I choose? Why didn't I just make up my mind? If, if this is real, if heaven is real, if hell is real, how come I didn't make a clear-cut decision? And I'm here to tell you today, there is a reward. There is a heaven to gain. There is a hell to shun. Today, I'm going to give you an opportunity to call upon the name of the Lord, to make a clear-cut decision for yourself, to not neglect a great salvation anymore. Your parents can't make this decision for you. Your loved ones can't make this decision for you you decide for yourself. I'm done playing games. I'm ch- if I do anything with my time on earth, I will serve the Lord. You know, the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. God is actually giving more time so that people can be saved. Let's go back to 2 Timothy 3. It says here, and I'm going to keep reading from verse, um, verse 10, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. God is looking for us. He says, in light of all these things, what manner of holy life should we be living? God isn't coming back for a church that's that's halfway in the world, halfway in the kingdom of God. God's coming back for a church of people who are consecrated, who are set apart, who say, God, my life belongs to you. My spirit is yours. My body is yours, my soul is yours. Twenty-four hours in a day belongs to you. God, I'm a Christian first and foremost. I'm a son and, or a daughter of God, first and foremost. Before I'm a son, you can look on people's, you can look on people's social media and you can see, they put bio and they're like, "Oh father, uh, brother, uh, you know, cigar aficionado, um, uh, f- f- uh, fantasy football player you know, whatever. They've got all these descriptions, nothing about the Lord. And then maybe at the bottom, uh, uh, Christian. Man, it's Christian first. Yes, I'm a husband. Yes, I'm a father. Yes, I'm a brother. But I'm a child of God. I'm a Christian. Before I'm a white person, Uh, I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. I've been born of God. So God is looking for us to make a decision to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. God today is, going to, is tugging on your heart saying, come back, come home, come home, make a decision. Let it be today that you say, on this date, I made a choice to serve the living God. And that's a decision that you'll look back and say, of all the decisions I made, that was the one that was the most important. If you're listening to this, I'm going to ask you to bow your head, close your eyes. And I want to ask you something. If today was the last day on earth. If today was the final day you had on planet earth, the final day you had to get it right with God, where would you spend eternity? Would would there be things that you would stand before God and say, God, I need you to forgive me, I need you. You know, when that time comes and you're standing before him, it's too late. Make a decision right now. Today is the day of salvation. If you're out there and you've never made a decision to serve Jesus Christ, today's the day. Maybe if you did at one point, but you need to recommit your life to God. Today is the day. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. So today, if that's you and you say, I need to get my heart right with God, I'm gonna ask you to pray this prayer with me. Pray it with your heart. Engage your heart. Talk to God. Say this with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me in your blood. I believe you died and rose again. And that you're coming back for me. I'm a Christian. I'm born again. And I'm going to heaven. Jesus, I love you. In Jesus name. Amen. Now if you prayed that prayer. I'm going to ask you to follow the details on the screen. uh, Or send us a message on, on, on social media. We'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Welcome to the family of God. Congratulations. You're a child of God. Your heart is right with God. Make your relationship with the Lord the number one priority of your life. Welcome again to the family of God. We love you. We'll see you next time. God bless.